Welcome to Side Talks. We a podcast. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I was supposed to say in response to that, but I totally broke. I'm gonna, we, we a I'm, podcast indeed. Corey likes baby movies, so I'm going to talk baby time. Oh my God. We podcast. Um, what, what is it? <laughs> I finally, I threw you with something other than my singing. And, yeah, I'm thrown off. Uh, my name's oh, Corey Craft. Yeah, we're going to talk about movies. Who, who are you? I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm a baby. Okay, let's talk about movies. What's this shit? There, there it is. <laughs> Listen, I got notes, as I often do. This time I'm going to give them a shout out for Melody Sisk, who's, who was shocked when she found out that I sing that every time. She's like, wait, you do that every time? I'm like, yes, and Brad backtracks my bad yeah, singing from before. Yeah. But I do it every time. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And I was like, yep, Corey hates it. I, I don't see how that's not believable. <laughs> I think that's incredibly believable that you just come in and you're just like, ah! Like every time. I know. I think she just feels like it's so exhausting for everybody else in the room. <laughs> and uh, on the other side of the glass that she can't believe y'all tolerate this shit. Not incorrect. Well, here's the deal. Okay, you're you're hopefully back on your game. You've had a week to rest up, so yeah. let's see. So I am I'm you're gonna try to guess this film. I'm looking at the screen, I'm on the tread, I'm like, what is going on? There's a train. Okay. And by the way, this is not the Birmingham to New Orleans Amtrak. Okay. This is a fancy train. This is not the like, yeah, you might, you know, you might you're definitely getting COVID right now, but you might get something else on a normal basis. Um, no offense, though. I actually love the Am. I don't, let me back up. I love the Amtrak. I would totally jump on there to go to New Orleans. This is not that train, though. This is a luxury train. They're okay. actually drinking out of wine glasses. Oh. It's fancy wine, fancy okay. wine glasses, fancy train time. Um, there's an attractive woman who boards the plane. Like, attractive is an understatement. Okay. It's almost like, okay, that woman doesn't ever walk on a train. Sure. Um, I don't care how fancy the train is. Um, she sits down. Are you getting this yet? They are British. Is is this a modern setting or a period setting? This is a modern setting, I think. Huh. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, and so there's a kind of quote of like, there's this back and forth banter between this man and this woman that's like, you're good at reading people. There's crap like that. Like, just bullshit lines okay and then some like sexist bullshit starts happening where he's like you know talking about her attractiveness level and how she downplays it by wearing masculine clothing and i checked out because i was like i don't this doesn't get another minute Mm. of my time because this is intolerable um so it's a very attractive woman talking to a frumpy dude on a train is he kind of frumpy i think that this man looks a little like a meatball but I bet people think he's attractive. He looks like a man. Is this an embattled person of late whose reputation perhaps has oh, probably. I don't know diminished? Oh, oh, well, if you don't know, hmm. And they're British. They're British. Are both of them British. I'm going to tell you who it is and you're going to know. Okay. Well, the meatball is Daniel Craig. Okay. Okay. You have to know what this is. You are really. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Is Ava Green? I don't is know. Is the attractive woman? I just saw it. Is this a James Bond movie? Yeah. Is it Casino Royale? Yes, you got it. Okay. You got it. But that was too many questions. Well, so, I mean- I, because this is where my head went. At first, I was like, okay, this is Murder on the Orient Express. I got But you. then you said, oh, modern movie. Okay. So then I was thinking, and I don't remember this to be true or not, because who could possibly remember this movie? But there's a, there's a movie called The Tourist with Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp, where they meet on a train. Oh, and Angelina Jolie would definitely fall into sure. that. You don't just see her every day. Right. Yeah, yeah. She, she's not stepping on a, on a train, luxury no. or not. No. This, um, she doesn't even have to walk on actual ground. But yeah, Daniel Craig, James Bond, yeah, 
Casino Royale. Okay. Makes sense. Well, I just want you to rest up a little more because you're getting there. But, you know, I'm just <laughs> telling you that pre-pandemic, Corey would have been like, they're drinking out of real wine glasses. I'm going to tell you what that is. So <laughs> get with the program, bitch. I'll try. I'll try. And now a look at what we're watching this week. Rachel, what have you been watching? I'm going to hit three films pretty quickly. Wow. Okay. I know. Three really, really fast, though. Um, I'll start with the one that goes the fastest, which is I watched 15 minutes of The Prom. And you turned it off? Oh, it's so bad. I watched it's, it in its entirety. Oh, God. It's Oh, Corey, we could do that song right here. We could do a podcast like that. I mean, I could. You want me to write that film right now? Somebody bring me a notebook. I can write this I, film I right now. It's I bet you so Ryan terrible. Murphy would direct a musical version of our podcast recordings. It's apparently. the mo- oh, totally. It's the every song is like this. It's a Broadway song. So, so you didn't <laughs> like it? I, it's such pure shit. It's absolutely terrible to the point where I've had several people, not just one, but several people call me and be like, "Have you seen the prom yet?" Because they want to hear me go just nuts on how terrible it is. Yeah. And so, yes, I hate it. And yes, Nicole Kidman's in it. I know you don't have to tell me. So there's the prom. Hated it. Um, happiest season is okay. Yeah, I probably liked it a little bit more than that. But a, finally, a lesbian film that you like more than me, and it's not good. So that's surprising. Okay. Um, but well. anyway, it's fine. I like Kristen Stewart. It's okay. It is really um, – there are so many moments that just miss a mark for me. Um, also, of all things we can do, we don't, we don't need another coming out story. Yeah, fair enough. That was my issue kind of going into it was I already knew that. I was like – which I'm glad I did because I actually would have been disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like why can't we just have a Christmas film that's a lesbian Christmas film about how hard it is to go home with anybody's parents? Because by the way, you don't have to be coming out to a family for it to be hard to go home to a family. Yeah, Like yeah. going to – dating somebody or being married to somebody and dealing with that person's family um, rarely is just a, a wonderful, terrific thing. No. So just have that story. It doesn't. We don't have to add the drama of coming out. Um, I, I, you know, Audrey Plaza's great in this. Yeah, she is. Love her. Um, I, I get what people are saying that the chemistry there is, you know, really remarkable between her and Kristen Stewart. Um, but ultimately, this film falls really flat for me. I'm not. I'm not angry at the ending like some folks are. I don't. I mean, it's fine. Um, I, I do think it has. It, it kind of goes to a place for a minute where I'm like, oh, this feels very like the like the um, the sort of dis- the sort of almost breakup that happens. Yeah, there's some t- there's some stuff in there, but I'm like that does feel kind of like like um, very relevant and interesting, but it's just so so minor. Mm-hmm. So it's just okay. And then I like a film a lot that I think is really funny that I bet you hate. Uh oh. Office Christmas Party. <laughs> I've never seen it. Okay, watch it because it might be a five minute fight. You might hate it. Well, I, I mean, this, it's got a great cast. It's got a great cast. You know me. I love to. I love to rip apart Jennifer Aniston. Like I love to. She's just fodder for me to make fun of. Um, she's a pain in my ass. You, and, you, and people named Jennifer. There's something. What's up with that? Um. Anyway, I don't. You know, she's just a pain in my ass. Uh. But there is even a smart water joke in it. And so it's really – she's good in it. She's She plays surprise the straight guy. You know what I mean? So sure. she's like – and she's I think she's really good at that. I think I actually think where Jennifer Aniston can be – and no surprise necessarily because, you know, Friends is obviously a comedy. But she's good at comedy. Mm-hmm. It's not so good when she wants to go try to win an Oscar by being a sick person. It's better when she sticks to comedy and she's good in this. And it's a really funny film. And I, I don't know why it's not more up on people's um, Christmas list other than it's not kid-friendly at all. Yeah. Um, but I like it. 
I'm sure this is another one I feel like not everybody will agree with. People will be like, oh, it's stupid. But it's actually pretty funny. I was laughing um, out the gate. I saw it in the theaters a few years ago mm-hmm. and remembered thinking it was funny and rewatched it and it held up for me. I don't know why I didn't see it in the theaters because it's exactly the sort of thing that I usually would go see in the theaters. And Yeah, I'm uh, I, I just missed it for whatever reason, but I'm I'm not opposed to seeing it. I mean, Kate McKinnon's in Kate it. Kate McKinnon. So. That's what I was going to say is, you know, she's, I mean, it is SNL level yeah. sketchy, um, but it's good. Anyway, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. So I, I, should, I should check it out. We'll see. We'll see. If you have any sense of humor at all, I think you'll find it funny. Well, I think you know that I don't. Yeah, um, I so, um, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? I wanted to highlight an underseen and perhaps undersung uh, movie of 2020 um, that's sort of a comedy, but it's also sort of a horror movie, and it's sort of um, kind of a crime thriller as well. It is the second film from writer-director star Jim Cummings, um, mm-hmm. whose name may be familiar to sidewalk goers because his film Thunder Road played yeah. at Sidewalk a few years ago and won our jury award for narrative features, I think. Uh, his second film is called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Um, it, it also stars Cummings, once again, as yeah. in Thunder Road, as a stressed-out police officer. Okay. Um, he is a stressed-out police officer in The Wolf of Snow Hollow, however, because his small, uh, I think it's a, a ski resort town in Utah or Colorado or something like that, um, there have been some murders uh, that may have been committed by a werewolf um, okay. and our our increasingly stressed out cop is insistent that there are no such things as werewolves, but he is also dealing with his aging father, who is the sheriff of the town played by Robert Forster in his final role. Um, He's got a teenage daughter, uh, an ex-wife, again, shades of thunder road um, and is also a recovering alcoholic. Um, So it is kind of the horror uh, genre mix version of thunder road um and i really like thunder road a lot yeah um, me too. i think jim cummings is a is a major talent and the wolf of snow hollow is it's kind of a lateral move for me from thunder road um but the more i've seen it twice now it just came out on on blu-ray as we're recording this um and and honestly i think it's just it's just kind of a neat movie he takes a lot of like differing elements uh, like like Zodiac, for instance, it's got the feeling of of a David Fincher sort of crime thriller mixed with a werewolf movie mixed with a dark comedy, um, and it's just it's a really appealing mixture hmm. for me, um, and I think it it tonally works. Uh, a lot of movies like that, you know, they have to walk kind of a a thin line to balance all of those elements, and I think I think Cummings does a really good job with that. And he has a daughter in this film. Yeah. Okay. Is this Twilight fan fiction? Oh my God, that hadn't occurred to me. Um, but Robert Forster is the sheriff dad instead of um, well, whoever the sheriff same. dad in the Twilight same. was. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just threw you for a loop. You sure did. Wow. Uh, so that's what we've been watching. Okay, well, thanks so much for listening to Side Talks. We are your own personal cinematic Captain Merrill Stubing and Gopher. You know what that's a reference to? I don't. The Love Boat, get with it. Get, get with it. Get with what? The Love get Boat took sail boat. a long time ago. <laughs> I was get not on board. It. You should be. It's called The Love Boat. Okay. Um, well, I don't know what to do with that. Um, thanks. Watch to- it, Corey. Watch okay. it. 
thanks to Batwell Studios for uh, allowing Rachel just to improvise a musical here today. I mean, why not? They let Ryan Murphy do it. Oh, my God. Um, so thanks for listening, SidewalkFest.com, and we're on the socials. At Sidewalk Film on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and stuff. We appreciate you. So, Thank you for listening. Yeah, bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.